four corners. Whip around. Whip around. We check on future Big 12 opponents and rivals from the four corners. Welcome back into First and 12. Mitch Harper and Alex Keery with you. Miss any part of the program? You can listen to the replay here on KSL News Radio, 3 to 5 today or on podcast. KSL Sports app and all major podcasting platforms. You know, it's kind of fun, Alex, driving around Dallas-Fort Worth. You see signs that say TCU, DFW's Big 12 team. Well, now <laughs> next year, maybe Salt Lake can say Salt Lake's Big 12 team. Uh, Boulder's Col- <laughs> or Big 12 team. Maybe we'll see those banners in the future for these Pac-12 teams, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah in our Four Corners Whip Round as we check in with the new teams that are going to be joining next year. Well, let's start off the top here with the local teams. Of course, uh, everybody, the the quarterback situation at Utah is so weird. And uh, at some point after they, I've told you this, after the documentary is made, well after uh, everybody's graduated, maybe even after Witt has uh, retired, maybe we'll get the real answers of what's been going on up on the hill. But Bryson Barnes gets the start yesterday at uh, at, at Rice Eccles Stadium. And Cal comes in, they scored first, and I'll tell you, there was a moment uh, that everybody's looking around at each other at the studio and going, are you joking right now? Because in the, in the weeks past, the offense has been so inept by, by Utah that you're looking and you go, okay, if Cal scored first and then Utah's having to kind of, kind of trump, try to come from behind, that's not the way to do it. But Bryson Barnes shows a steady hand. Uh, and even with the injuries that these guys have had, they score 34 points. They have their best output on offense the entire season. Boy, they needed it, too, because next week they go to the Coliseum and they play a, a, a team who's set on revenge, right, with USC, but they also lost to you, to uh, Notre Dame in an embarrassing fashion yesterday uh, at South Bend. And so they'll be ready to play that football game, but I'm interested now. The Utes have reset themselves a little bit, and maybe they kind of get a little bit more normal. Uh, but poor Nate Johnson, that guy must be broken uh, from all – Accounts that we've heard from up on the hill, that guy, they've messed with that kid's head way too much, and his confidence is shot. And I think that's why you saw Bryson Barnes get the start today. No question. I, I, I couldn't help but, but think that. And, and it's just a, a bummer for him because he's a sharp kid, and you just hate to, to see when a quarterback gets messed with mentally because then it's almost like the pitcher in baseball. Are, are they a broken quarterback? And did they ever recapture that? So you hope that they, that he can turn that around. But I will say – that's how you come back out of a bye week. You know, Utah did what you're supposed to do, and you emphatically get a win over a team that's inferior to you. That's Cal, and Utah did get a, got a nice win. But you go, you mentioned Cam Rising. That documentary, when it ever comes out, I'm thinking, <laughs> what would that 30 for 30 sound like? What if I told you a quarterback that claimed he felt pretty dang good did not feel pretty dang good unless <laughs> NIL came in? I don't know. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, I'm telling it, you. No, you're saying the thing that everybody's thinking, right, where it's like, hold on a minute. If, like, when when he said he felt pretty darn good, pretty damn good, right, was the, was the actual quote about going into that Florida game, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just no way when you have all that money on the line, I get it, you want to try to protect yourself, but, man, the, the, uh, I think everybody got duped a little bit. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine we're going to see. You and I talked about this on a Rivals, but I just don't know if we're ever going to see that guy uh, even play this year for the Utes. Alex, you know who? what else duped me was Colorado. I'm here in my hotel <laughs> on Friday night. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to watch some college football. 29-0. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to bed. going to go to yep. bed. I was yep. stunned when I woke up and saw no, that man. they lost this game. 
So I did the thing where I dipped in. I had gotten home late, and I did the reverse of you where I kind of come in and I go, oh, hey, this is a little bit closer than I I thought it was going to be. And then when I go back and everybody goes, remember when they were up 29-0? I go, wait, what? (laughs) Troy Taylor and the and the – the the uh, the juggernaut of the offense of what of what uh, of what Stanford is. This is as embarrassing of a loss for Coach Prime and his guys. I mean, uh, this was this was Coach Prime in the post game. He brought it up, uh, and he, and he and he talked about how ridiculous his team played. But on top of that, uh, you got to get past it and got to go right to it. Just in like how I felt going in at halftime. We come back out, and here comes the complacency. Here comes that team that I can't stand, that you can't stand, that you can't understand how in the world that happens to us. But it did, and uh, didn't turn it back on, I think, until late in the fourth quarter when we were able to go down and get a score, and we go down and then they tied up and we got overtime and you don't want to go in overtime because they have nothing to lose, nothing to lose. I was surprised that they kicked the field goal the first time. I thought they was just going to go for two and try the best to get it over with. But they were resilient. Big win by them. Uh, horrible loss by us. Let's go. So there's Prime. He's not too happy, but let's go. Let's get to the next one. I will say, too, uh, I'm watching at the end of the game there and Stanford just uh, – to have a guy go for three hundred and or 294 yards – uh, of, pa- uh, of of receptions, and I think that I think that they had gotten that. I think that 280 yards was just in the second half, and the catch over Travis Hunter that he had going into the end zone was a masterpiece. I haven't seen a catch that good all year, and to have it done on him, like put that one up for your film, yeah. kid, to go to the NFL. So, uh, win of the weekend was was Stanford because of that comeback. That was that was awesome. And Colorado is four and three now. And that was supposed to be one that was an automatic one for him, but hey, twelve, it's uh, you got to you got to wake up. It's uh, what is it? Pac twelve hard, Pac twelve hard, man. <laughs> hey, Big Twelve ACC showcase though. It was a split one one. <laughs> the Utes it. get the win for the Big Twelve. Stop it. Colorado gets the loss for the Big Twelve. Uh, you know, Stanford maybe they pulled a. And old Ute fans would appreciate this. Troy Taylor dialing up the iPhone offense, I guess. I guess oh my from his gosh. days at Utah. So, the iPhone so, Hey, listen. My, kid, my kids' football coaches do the same thing now. They're all, I got this playoff TikTok. It's like, okay. <laughs> it worked for Troy Taylor. Why not? Uh, Arizona. I mean, what a, what a, what a year, what a, what a year that uh, Jed Fish has been putting on right now. And, and, and you know, Washington State. I think people thought maybe that they were going to do this at some point earlier in the year, but Arizona goes in, and Washington State gets only six points. Arizona goes forty-four to six over over Wazoo. Wazoo will be unceremoniously uh, dipped out of the uh, top twenty-five, but uh, Arizona, I'm happy for the Wildcats, man, because I know that I know that they've been working. They were the absolute basement dweller and the doormat of the Pac-12. Uh, for them in Colorado kind of battling over the last little while, and they've turned it around, and good for them. I, I really like what Jed Fish has done, and you cannot – <laughs> it's crazy too because you look and you go, uh, I don't care if it's Delora, I don't care if it's Fafita, they're getting it done, they're scoring a ton of points, and you got to be a little bit nervous for Arizona now if you're Utah fans. And Jed Fish, he inherited a program that was a rebuild Abysmal. down to the studs, yep. and it just – He's done a great job to be, a, you know, year two and a half, three, third year to be having this much progress where you're winning on the road, winning games big. You almost beat USC. You should have won that game last week. How they lost that 
was, uh, you know, that was a poor decision by Jed Fish to not go for two in that spot on that second overtime. But still, Arizona is a huge turnaround, and that's great because you want these Pac-12 teams, you know, helping lift up the Big 12. I know that yep. a lot of these Big 12 teams do not want to see these Pac-12 programs come in and have any sort of success, but you know what? Someone's got to come in and be a 9-10 win team. And I'm not saying one of these teams is going to be that in year one, but you want the overall quality of the league to be elevated in years to come. And right now, it's good to have Arizona trending up, and Colorado feels like they're trending up, and Utah is holding steady. It's a little bit of a dip year compared to where they were expecting because of all the injuries, but still, they're 5-1 and one at, at the midway point for them. So it's good to see this success from those teams, and you know, it's, there's no reason to think they can't continue it when they join the Big 12 next year. Arizona State on a bye. They host uh, or they go up to Seattle to uh, play the Washington Ooh, Huskies next ugly. week. What are you talking about? They beat the Huskies last year down in uh, Tempe. Remember that one? That's the problem. It's going to be a revenge <laughs> game for the Huskies, and the Washington's already uh, that, that Washington-Oregon game. I was killer. checking in awesome. on that in the press oh, box so at M and G, and you got to go watch. You got to go honestly go back and just get like see if you can find one of those replays and just give yourself the second half watch of it, uh, and just. I mean, I'm telling you, Dan Lanning is going to be kicking himself making these decisions that he did. Uh, and it was just – it was a cla- instant classic, and there's a reason that those two teams are the best right now in the Pac-12. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We're going to wrap things up with getting you ready for next week as the Big 12 uh, schedule gets rolled out. We'll kind of show you what the key games are for next week as the teams uh, who are coming out of by, some teams who are going to go into it. So stay right here with us. We'll give you that schedule. It is first and 12, 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone, and also heard on KSL News Radio. All brought to you by Macy's. Happy shopping. We'll be back. More to go.